Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. And welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, episode 14. I'm Dan. And I'm John. And this week we lost Danny. He's got some uh, other stuff going on at the theater. He's got some rehearsals going on and general life Busy guy. Stuff. So John and I are in his actual home, not his rental home, the one that we've talked about quite a bit, where he's had a lot of activity. Um, John's house here, we believe, uh, is on a ley line or has a portal as well. And uh, been tons of activity uh, recorded in this house. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've experienced quite a bit of stuff in here. You have experienced quite a bit of stuff in here. And Tony from SHIP. As has, well. has done an investigation. Actually, the whole group. Here. Yes, the whole the whole group has done an investigation here, um, and we have spoken quite a bit in the past about the Big John spirit, the one that's been harassing you for years, mm-hmm. and he was quiet for quite a while, and then once we started doing some filming at the uh, <laughs> rental house and some other stuff, he's he's kind of uh, made his presence known again. In a big way. And I'll let you uh, talk about that because it happened right here. Yeah. Not not two feet away from us. Exactly. Uh, So you you will recall in the last pod I was talking, you can just tell he doesn't like the fact that we're turning this into a positive. And and you summed it up so well. You said, like, he's the reason for this. This is how it got going, right? He's the catalyst. Exactly. He's the catalyst. So thank you, Big John, for being a knob. So Big John harassed Dan at his home. He was part of what was going on with that spirit that we chased out. And so far, knock on wood, no more objects moving. Your wife isn't concerned. That's right. The, so the, far. The teenager. Yeah. So, so far, so good. And I do have a, a, an update on him just okay. before we get going. Sure. Because um, I did talk to, about him in episode 13. Yeah. Now, there is a, a fella where I live. His name is Dan as well. And he's got some crazy skills. He's like one of those kids that always had the imaginary friends. Right. But they, they they were spirits. Right. And he's made it his mission to know all the spirits in the town that I live in. And he's he's been bang on with a lot of stuff. Wow. And I told him about the, the young teenager um, moving stuff around on my wife and my daughter. And he says, oh, that's Jack. A matter of factly. And I'm like, oh. I said... I said, okay, he says, yeah, he, he was about 14 or 15 years old, wow. died during the Great Depression, and he committed suicide on the train tracks, and these train tracks are 200 yards behind my house. Wow. And the train tracks don't exist anymore. It's a hiking, biking trail now, but you know, it makes sense does. that he'd be in the area. Sure it does. And uh, he's literally 200 yards from uh, my backyard. Holy smokes. So it was kind of a cool verification because this guy doesn't know where I live either. Like he and I, he and I have only been talking on messenger on Facebook. Wow. And I mean, you and I have seen him. We've described the clothes that he's wearing and we said it looked like thirties, forties, right? And it would have changed much from the the great depression. But, uh, yeah, he says he's harmless. I said, well, he might be ramping up his 
Yeah, or being influenced. Or being influenced by other spirits. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you've, you've been dead for a hundred years. It gets boring, I guess. And, yeah. I, and I guess because he's a suicide, that's why he hasn't moved on. Because he, he might think that he's going to... So maybe that be, should be our next plan. ...be punished, right? So, see if yeah. he, see see if if he we can, wants to go check out what's... him to move him along. And as a kid... He would be terrified. Well, for sure. And he doesn't realize there's people that are probably there to receive him and the whole night. Oh, he right? probably has tons of family waiting, waiting yeah, for him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that should maybe be our next mm-hmm. point. But anyway, getting back to you and uh, your daughter was home by herself yeah, in, in so, this house. Yeah, so we did our last pod. And she is a non-believer. Big time non-believer. Doesn't believe in any of this stuff. That's right. So we when we did our last pod uh, down in the Harrison Theater. Yeah. I'm coming home, typical drive home, everything's cool. When I pulled in my driveway, even though the curtains were shut and I've got lots of windows in the front of the house, you could see the light. And the first thing that goes through as a father and you're paying your electric bill is what is she doing? She's the only (laughs) one in the house I know that. She got every light on and my daughter was sitting at the island in the kitchen. She had the cat on the island with her. She's watching Netflix and... The door to the basement, she said, Dad, just out of the blue. Which is three feet away from her. That's right. right. Slammed, and she did what I did when I tried to recreate the door slamming in Ripley. She went over and showed me. Like she said, this is what happened. And she said, the cat was with me. The cat couldn't have banged it. The windows are closed. There's nothing that can make it happen. No one else is home. So here's Big John, a.k.a. Richard from Ripley, maybe influencing this... Fellow, do, you think, do you think it was the kid, or do you think it was Big John? I, I think it was Big John. Yeah, uh, I think he's he's showing his displeasure, and he's trying to kind of f you and I up if he can get us worried about something or recruiting, or recruiting exactly. And he scared the absolute crap out of my daughter. So she told me she ran into the kitchen because she knew that that couldn't have happened on its own. Um, you know, she did her own quick little debunking. Windows are closed. There's no breeze. There's no nothing. Cat's right in front of me. She runs to go upstairs, realizes the room's dark, <laughs> turned on every light and hid in her room until I got home. Wow. And I got home from the pod around 10 o'clock. Yeah. As soon as I walk in the door. You knew something was wrong. And I'm like, I'm about to yell, like, what the H is going on with these lights, right? And then I knew something was off. She heard me shut the door. She comes running down, and you are not going to believe this. And I'm like, well, yeah, actually, I would believe this. <laughs> so she explained the you're, whole thing. You're preaching to the choir there, sweetheart. Exactly. Right? And she showed me. And like when she slammed the door, like she said, Dad, I jumped out of the chair because I knew. And she said, I look, and where the door that slammed, it's directly in her view. So she knows there's not a person there slamming it. She's lucky your room's not in the basement. Yep. She said <laughs> the cat is running up the stairs, which is what he does when something goes on. Yeah. And so I said to her, okay, now is all of this stuff BS or what? And she was kind of, and I said, look, you just experienced something. And she goes, no, you know what? There's something to it. This is the daughter who wishes I wouldn't do a paranormal podcast. Now admits there's something to it. And now now her her belief, the the needle's swinging (laughs) the other way, right? So then we sat for 20 minutes talking and I explained to her, now you got to understand what you did wrong. I said you showed fear, you ran. Yes, and we've talked about this many times. Yep. And I said you got to listen to the podcast, honey. Yeah. We've given you some instruction and here. If people are listening and people have problems at home, that's that's the one thing we've always stressed is acknowledgement is empowerment. That's right. So 
as, as scary as it might be that something slid across the floor or something was banged on or you know the cat levitated across the room you have to ignore it as much as possible yep. and just go about what you're doing exactly catch the cat walk out of the room <laughs> catch the cat yep and walk really slowly out yep. and you know what i'm going to say the only form of acknowledgement that i think is acceptable is just say that you're not welcome in my home yeah that that would be as about as far as i'd go right and you have to mean it yeah exactly but don't uh, don't start yelling don't start swearing don't swear no exactly no. because no. uh your emotions Amplify the energy into in the room. Yeah, and exactly. And they'll feed off that. That's right. So my daughter, we and so her first question to me was after I explained to her what you need to do, and she says, "How in the heck do you do that?" And I said, "You got to be just you. You have to have the presence of mind to do it." And I told her she doesn't know my whole story. My, Lisa is the, really the only one who knows. My, okay. my better half. My kids know. So bits. Kids aren't listening to the podcast at all. Uh, my oldest has listened to a few, but. You know, we're middle-aged. We're not exactly cool and hip, so we're not going to listen to this, right? <laughs> so Speak for yourself. Yeah, okay. I'm talking for myself. Fair enough. And she's listened to a few and liked them. And I believe her friends, actually, a bunch of them are listening. But you're, Now you're the weirdo dad. Yeah, exactly. You're the dad that talks yeah. to ghosts. No wonder none of the kids come here with their friends on a Friday night, right? That's all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they won't get into your beer and your I'm cool with and that. your that's, pretzels. And, that's right, exactly. So, whatever. So we went through the whole thing, and no word of a lie, the next night, my daughter never gets up early. If she has to work at her job, of course she's up in the whole bed. Oh, she's a typical teenager. Yeah, exactly. You sleep gotta, in. It's a Saturday, a, right? A crowbar to get her out of the bed, right? Yeah, sleep in. It's Saturday. And then the first thing, I'm up at 7 o'clock and she comes down at 8, which is like, okay, you had an accident, right? Unheard of. Yeah, exactly. What's going on? Yeah, did you poop the bed or what? And she said to me, did you hear that last night? And now this reminds me. Well, of, I haven't heard this part of the yeah, story. Yeah, this is new. I did, haven't told you yet. Oh. So this reminds me of me seven years ago when I said to the people, did you hear that last night? And everybody looked at me like I'm funny. She said, Dad, all night, there was somebody in the hallway. So her bedroom is down the hall, the end of the hall from me. Somebody kept tapping on my wall all night Oh no! from the hallway. And I said, what did you do? And she said, I just rolled over and ignored it. I said, that's perfect. That's exactly. And then it never happened another successive night. Hmm. But I told her if you'd got up, if you went downstairs or you'd done something, that would have been now they'd start to keep doing it hmm. or he would. But it was funny just to hear her say, did you hear that last night? And actually, I'm surprised I didn't. But I And while we're talking here, I just saw something up here right in front of the door yep. that we were talking about that got slammed. And there's somebody, I don't know if it's... Uh, We've got a bunch of stuff. Buddy boy, well, did, you, did that? you hear that? Did yeah. you hear that? Yeah. I hope the microphone picked it up. We just hear like a, a footstep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. John and I are using a portable unit, a new digital recorder that I bought the other day, and this thing is super, super sensitive. So if anybody's listening at home, yeah, headphones are encouraged. Yeah, and if you hear any EVPs, send us a message on the Facebook page because. Yeah. Every time that Tony or I, or even you, have done stuff here, yep, yep. we always get EVPs. There, there has never been an occasion that recordings were done in this house that EVPs did not yeah, appear. And we've got some doozies. Yeah, like exactly. We've had growls. We've had, uh, we had one guy say, I raped her. Yep. You know, um, which I still have, and I keep forgetting to... And uh, when we take a break, break, I'll find the recording and I'll play it. And you can hear where this thing said something at night that I've recorded. Mm-hmm. And we'll also maybe look for the uh, sounds that we described when they, we think the aliens arrived. When their portal. Yeah, when they were creating a portal. We'll, and so we'll play those. Uh, but 
But if people are listening and you have the ability, earbuds or headphones, um, we might even take a second uh, at some point and we'll maybe just do like five seconds, say nothing, and see if something interjects. Yeah, we can do that right now. Yeah. Yeah, why don't we, we'll just, we're going to go quiet for a couple of seconds. Yeah, we're going to ask a couple of questions because you never know. Yeah, that's right. Is there anyone here with John and I that would like to say something into this recorder, into this microphone? Want to tell us your name? Nothing to say? Nothing's coming to me yet. No. Is the energy spirit that scared my daughter, are you still here? We just heard another little footstep. Yeah, by, by the door again. By the door here. So <clears throat> we'll check those pauses out. Mm. So if any, yeah, so if anyone's listening at home, be sure to... Uh, really turn the volume up and put yeah. your headphones on there yeah you'll never hear it just using a handheld device or computer you got to have no phones or buds and if anybody yeah. like i'm sure most of our listeners don't have any uh experience with evps unless they've watched it on ghost adventures or mm -hmm. whatever it's more like a whisper or like a it sounds like someone breathing in while they're talking yep or sometimes it's really powerful like yeah. we, we've had like real, yeah, the easy ones yeah yeah we've had real heavy growls and and names and we've had some where you've got to slow it down a little bit on our digital recorders yeah and then you can make out the whole sentence of what it's mm -hmm. being said uh there there's an incident we won't get in too much into it right. but there's uh an incident not far from here where where john and tony went to a farmhouse and they were investigating a property mm -hmm. and then when i and apparently the man who used to work the farm died in a Tractor, tractor rollover. Tractor rollover. And apparently he was a real bastard. Yep. And uh, he used to force himself on women. He was a good looking guy, but he used to force himself on women. And uh, he liked, he was a bit of a control freak and, you know, did his thing. And he died. And when I first came here and I was talking to you about him and I had my digital recorder going, mm. we got that that EVP where he, where he says, I raped her. Yep. And I still have it, and I still haven't played it for you because I keep forgetting. Yeah, yep. but uh, yeah, he was taunting us. Yeah, he was taunting because us because we got an EVP at that site where a woman said he mm -hmm. raped me. That's right. That's and then right. when you and I came here, we talked about it. Yeah, and we asked questions. Yeah, and it was because he was coming to my home all the time, and he would actually fly open that side door, and it's un it gets people think, well, okay, you didn't lock the name, door. Properly. His name was Ralph, right? That's Just correct. Through? That's no. right. Yeah, and we confirmed that. Yeah. Yeah, so, from from the property owner uh, whose family her her um, it's the brother's property, mm -hmm. and we worked with his wife mm -hmm. on that that little little research, and that was to do with a lost person investigation. Yeah, that um, you know I've gotten some feedback on, but uh, yeah, so we got a woman saying he raped me, and where we recorded that was literally across the road from his farm. So we're talking... Yeah, you were in a field, weren't you? Yeah. And we're, we were like less than 100 yards. Yeah. And then when we talked about it, he taunted us on the EVPs. I, and he was being real smart-ass when he said it, right? Like, I raped her. Yeah. You know, he's just kind of... 
but yeah. it was only you and I were here. That's right. And you were showing me around the house because it was my first time here, I believe. Yeah, Our that's right. Yeah, we had a whole bunch of stuff that yeah, time. That's right. We got lots of BBPs. That's right. So, uh, yeah, so don't be surprised if you're using headphones or earbuds, you might get some stuff. You hear some whispers in the background. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. from the other pods from the uh, when we're at the theater. Because that place is hopping with and spirits too, right? Remember, Danny played for us, and we didn't make a deal with it on the podcast. He had something, but it just wasn't enough. Yes. Remember, you could tell there was something trying to come through, mm -hmm. and he kept playing it back and forth, and we couldn't quite get there. But mm -hmm. yeah, we've had stuff trying to interject. We're hoping, and Dan has got like a phenomenal digital recorder here. Yeah, this thing's pretty good. Like if a fly lands on the table, you're going to hear it. Like this is a phenomenal. So we're hoping... <laughs> if a cricket farts across the room, yeah, you're going to hear it. you're going to hear it. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. So uh, we have some investigations coming up, hopefully. Yes, we and do. We do. John has connected with a family not far from here. Mm -hmm. And uh, they've got some crazy activity in the home, which started from some minor renovations right in the kitchen yeah yeah exactly they kind of downplayed it but then the more i, d I dug in yeah they have done some changes in in the kitchen and all of a sudden we got some activity ramp up but tell them tell the listeners about the uh the spirit yeah so because this one's crazy this is an old home in kincardine ontario it is by if i remember correctly it's 130 years old and the people moved in these people are incredibly open to the paranormal they are there she says her two kids are sensitives um i don't know if she used the word medium but they're these kids have talents and um at any rate they knew there were spirits there and they were fine with it and uh then the daughter was in the basement and she sensed the spirit was there and it was almost like she said my, kept chasing my daughter around and then she said it attached to my daughter it was a female right it was a female spirit when the daughter saw the spirit it was burnt and there was damage to the face and the body and what have you and the spirit eventually grabbed onto her and told her feel my pain well and the daughter had these fear, weird sensations from it, this, right is this recent yes this is very recent okay and but you you did some looking into this home and there was a fire there well actually right? the homeowner did the homeowner oh, okay. did that research okay. so so the homeowner, can you imagine, she's got a book that she's created now. Like she's really into this. Oh, she's keeping the journal. Yeah. And so she's got a book and she's done some checking and what have you. Apparently in the 19, uh, don't quote me on the date, the 1920s time frame. Mm -hmm. If I remember, it was 1924. The woman of the house. You were just in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I graduated. <laughs> I graduated. Yeah, I graduated. Um, and... Uh, the woman of the house Sorry, actually was burned. <laughs> yeah, that was a cheapie, man. That was so a, the woman of the house. That's okay. So there was a fire. There was a fire, and she was burnt and burnt bad. And kind of all times, it was December twenty fourth, and oh. she died January the fifth. And they believe that's the woman that attached to their daughter. Christmas tree fire. Yeah, or who knows? Back then, when, when oil to, oil lamps. Yeah, when they used to put candles, like yeah, no candles on exactly. the trees. So who knows, right? So whatever, something got on her and burnt her. And so she, she died from she it. Died of her injuries. Yeah, right? and it must have been horrific back then. No like kidding. She, oh. So no nine one one back then. Trying to figure out what's the catalyst. And then she admitted that they've made changes in the kitchen, and they believe she was burnt in the kitchen. Wow. And so that might be the changes. Now to make the story even more, we talk about there's no coincidences. I said to Dan, I got this image of the house, and you did too. 
Yeah, and I both got the same. Yep, exactly. And so I viewed the house, and I all I told Dan was I viewed the house because I knew where it was, and from the phone call I was able to determine the location. And Dan never saw the house, and I never told Dan. All I said was I found it. Dan knew the brick color. You knew about the the, the old I stuff. Knew, I knew yeah. how close it was to the street. That's right, exactly. This is what we discussed earlier when yeah. I got here. And then to, to make the, the the coincidence the factor. But the one one thing I want to back up when you called me and told me about the place, mm-hmm. and you're talking about the woman being burned. I was picking my son up from hockey or from soccer practice. And I got these weird sensations right on the right side of my head, up my neck, and yeah. down my sh- and on my shoulder. And when we go there, we got to ask about that. Where was this woman burnt? Yeah. Will she know? Yeah, because well, she if I remember correctly, she was burnt on her face. Oh. So you're picking up, and you didn't know that when I told you, no. right? Yeah, I just told and you I, I got an investigation. And I told you I'm getting these weird sensations. That's right. Hmm. Yeah. So and we've always said in this pod, there's no such thing as coincidences. So then I drove. And I knew where the house was, and I went, and then I got my uh, GPS out, and I confirmed from the phone, right? You have Canada 411 and the whole bit, and that was the house. And lo and behold, that house belonged to somebody who was a friend of mine who passed away. And these people have been in this home for three years now. And I was saying to Dan before we did anything today, I'm wondering if he's going to be there too, because this guy is the type that he wouldn't want someone to have something that he passed on, whether he sold it or whatever. So, so he might be a, an ally. Yeah, in all this. exactly. And uh, he might be hanging around or making this happen because I find it really bizarre that now I, we got, con- and we'll tell you how we got contacted because it was very strange. Um, but he wouldn't want someone to have that house if it wasn't right. And if the son is now being tormented by the spirit that originally attached to the daughter, it's left the daughter alone and it's harassing the, the heck out of the son. Hmm. Um, and he would, so now all of a sudden here we are. And these kids are like late teens, early twenties. Yeah. Right? 20 ish. Okay. 20 ish. Yeah. Maybe like college, early 20s. college age. Yep. That's right. Okay. So, and then to let people know how we got the a hold of this, I get a phone call and I have a woman say to me, are you from the phantom faction podcast? And I was like, holy crap, a groupie found my phone number, right? <laughs> like, what the heck? Right. Um, no, obviously I hadn't seen a picture of it yet. Yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> like, I'm way older than you, girl. But so she talked to the shamans that were trying to get on, still trying to have it. Yeah. And as we're well as Kelly Elston, who was on the podcast, gave Dan and I and Danny the thumbs up that if you want to seek them for help, that these guys are okay to talk to. Hmm. And that's how she got my information. We got an endorsement. Yeah. So, but can you imagine that home belonged to my friend? And I know the guy. To give you an idea, when he worked at the Bruce nuclear plant, he was an inspector. And what was his job? To make sure everything was right. He was, so, he was Homer Simpson. Exactly. At the nuclear plant. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Just hitting uh, random buttons and eating donuts. Yep. So, can you imagine if a part was going to go into the reactor, he had to inspect it? Welds have to be the whole bit. Wow. So, now here's his home. Somebody else living there. Things aren't right. So, that's someone who has to be meticulous. Yeah, he is. And like super... And and then the backstory on this house. um, I knew about this house. I used to own a home not far from it years ago. We were talking a long time ago. That house was up for sale every year. (coughs) People would buy it. They'd be in it for a year and gone. Um, My friend, whose name was Jim, he was, as far as I know, the longest owner of that home in the modern time. Couldn't talk about a long time ago. Right. His wife wanted a a Victorian-style home and he bought it. 
And but Jim and I was telling Dan, he'd be the type of guy. He loved his beer. He loved his whiskey. He was an Irish guy. Right. Literally, if a chair moved across the room, he'd be the type. Well, sit down and have a drink. Like you just, it's not going. So it made sense. Yeah. If other people left because of the activity, didn't bother him though. Wouldn't bother him in the least. Wouldn't bother him in the least, right? Um, but it's just I, I like when I pulled up. Like I mean, every pore of my body opened up. It was like goosebumps everywhere, and I'm like, holy crap, that was Jim's place, man. And again, we go back to coincidences. They reach out to the, the shamans, to Kelly Elston. No, we're not going to something we do, but we know guys that do. Like, what are the odds? And then mm-hmm. the shamans have my phone number. And yeah, but it's a small it community too, though, right? There's yeah. Not, there's not a lot of people. And, that but then my friend's house, like a guy, like he oh, was, I know. they give people, this guy was a client at a business I owned. And we got along, like I adored the guy. I knew him for 17 years. We got along phenomenally. Just, I know his wife, I know his kids, the whole bit. And to find out it's his house now that his wife has sold because it was too much for her to, right. to look after. This is going to be cool to go there. And now you've got Freddy Krueger's mom running around the basement. Yeah, attaching to people, feel my pain. <laughs> yeah, and then well, I can't wait to meet her. Yeah, so hopefully this will be something we do next week. Yeah, Dan uh, and I, I think we need. She's um, she's taken a leap to, to work with us, but she got a good endorsement from people that she seems to have some faith in. Right. I think if Dan and I build up some credibility, we can maybe have them on the pod. We can discuss. That'd be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Maybe get the kids on. Hey, what are you experiencing? Well, I've got the little portable unit now too, right? So. That's right. So we'll get out there. and Yeah. Um, the other thing too, after interacting with this place, through just the conversation, I remember saying to Dan, I'm shocked that I had nothing come to my house. Because like, usually that, literally, it'll happen sometimes they with always, minutes. They always follow us home. Hours. I've had nothing from... This woman who's burnt. I've had nothing. Hmm. And then I said to Dan that I had this god-awful looking thing show up one night. And I woke up in the middle of the night from a dead sleep. And it was like all these alarms on my head are going off. Do your protection. Do your protection. Right. Sort of doing my protection. And no word of a lie, I kept getting this image of this thing in my attic that had horns and wings. Horns and wings. Horns and wings. And then I told you that I did my protection. Yeah. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, I'm in Ripley. In that house. You remote viewed the house <coughs> yep. without wanting to. Without even wanting to, I'm there. And I remember I'm standing on the upper floor where all the bedrooms are. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the attic. And I got this thing, it's in the attic. Chase it out of here. And I remember, and there's just horns and wings. God awful looking thing. you think it's from this house with the burnt yeah, that's, spirit, right? That, that's where I believe it's, it's coming from. Mm. She said there's all kinds of things in there. She said the most of it, we are okay with. But they want for sure. Did you hear that? Yeah, we got creaking going on. We have things that was from the around. attic. <coughs> exactly. That was right above us. I know. We're, we're getting some confirmation here, so, I think. Whoever's listening, if they heard that that little that creak there, it's a, so that was like right above our heads. Yeah, exactly. So you're talking about the attic. Yeah, and, and heard, all of a sudden the attic makes pressure, like a creak. Like a footstep. Yeah. Bizarre. Well, I'm glad but, it's at your house, not mine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, you know what? They follow you, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that little guy <coughs> from the theater, uh, little, not Jedediah, but little Jacob. Uh, I know I call him name. Jake. It's not Jedediah. It is. It is. We're not in the... He's old school. I can we're tell. not in Kentucky. <laughs> or the Ozarks or whatever. Or uh, Pennsylvania. But... Uh, that little fella that we keep seeing all the time at the Harrison Theater, the little blonde kid, mm-hmm. he showed up at my house the other night. I was watching TV. Oh, you kidding? Didn't I tell you this? No. Oh, I told Danny. And I, and uh, they always show up 
So when you walk into my family room, it's kind of like an L. Like you walk in and you, you go, like it's like a four foot hallway and then you hang a left. And I've shown you pictures of mm -hmm. it, right? It's like a little alcove. Yeah. And whenever spirit shows up, that's where they always stand. Yeah. They love doorways for some reason. There's, I'm going to look into more about yeah, what exactly. doorways, right? Yeah. And he showed up pretty clearly. And I was sitting there watching Netflix or whatever, or watching some paranormal stuff. And boom, he was right there. And I said, oh, hey, buddy. And he just kind of looked at me and then pew, gone. Yeah. And he popped in a couple more times, but it was like instant, like in and out. And almost like he was like trying to deke me out or something, right? right. But I don't get anything negative from him. He's no, just, I, I don't at a, all. I don't at all. He's just a poor little lost soul, right? Who doesn't know how to move on. Yeah. And uh, I'm calling him Jake. I, I think it's a J name. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. uh, I know the name. But he popped in and uh, I'm okay with that. He can pop in only once. Yeah. Sit down and watch TV Be with me. <laughs> I'm wondering if, if we should make the offer and see if we get something from him. That Are you stuck? Do you, do you need to move? Oh, yeah. You never know, right? Could help him. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, we never thought about that, did yeah. we? Remember Michelle DeRoche was talking about how... See, we always deal with the guys that are problematic. Yeah. But, and, and, but there's so many spirit, And he might not even know he's dead. That's the other thing too, right? right? And he, he could be lost looking for, like, I can't find my parents. Yeah, or, yeah. looking for his mom and dad or whatever. Yep. And and remember, I, I just got chills from Yeah, that. so did I. Look at us. So at my hair just yep. went. So, you know what? So maybe, maybe we need to give this guy a hand. Then. We're on to yeah. something. Exactly. Poor, maybe. Poor little Jake. Because remember, Michelle DeRoche was saying that you can have multiple spirits in a house that have a connection, but they're on different planes and they can't see each other. So right. maybe they need help. All right. To make that connection, yeah, he, right? His parents might be looking for they him. Could be, they could be the ones shaking that curtain in the theater for all we know. Like, they can't find him. Who knows, right? Maybe. Yeah, you never know. So, yeah, yeah we should maybe... Poor little bugger. And maybe next time... <clears throat> you and I have been there enough times that we don't even need a picture of the place to no. do our remote viewing. And no. You can find him, and we can talk to him. Yeah. And, or even at the Harrison Theater. Like we Plus, just yeah, hate, hate yeah. Take a few moments and... Uh, yeah, just... Zone in on. Yep. Say so here. Here's an opportunity. Do you want to and see if he wants to take it? Mm -hmm. You know, just like that one farm you guys worked on. I'm adamant. Part of the activity that's going on is that that kid who died in the barn. And, oh, uh, the Dufferin County. And yeah, and that grand, the, the, the his the, grandmother the who grandmother smoked you in the that, face that punched me in the lip. <laughs> yep. She's there protecting him, but they can't quite connect. And I think that farm because she would move him. Yeah. Right. But, so I think like whatever. You know, like whatever hurts or whatever the megawatts they're moving on, they're just not connecting. And I think it's almost we, like they're ghosts to one another on, on a different level. That's right. right. And she can't figure out why she can't scoop them up and take and them. And he's right? probably like, well, why can't my grandma, like, why can't I connect yep. with her or whatever? So I think so. if that little boy moved, I'm going to say what's going on at that farm, I say 90% of it disappears. Right. Yeah. And that's an active place. Yeah. And that's, but that's another little boy. We're not talking about. Yeah. It's a different story. boy. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, a similar example. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But there's lots of little kid spirits at that Dufferin County farm because the school teacher. That's right. Goes, and somewhere around there, there was a schoolhouse. Oh, there's, around there's there. tons of. Tons That's of right. Them. Exactly. But can you imagine, I mean, back in the 1900s, you know, especially in rural Ontario, rural anywhere. I mean, there's no 911. There's no. Nope. There's no EMS. There's no. That's like, right. The doctor is, is the guy who's delivering cabs. <laughs> Right? <laughs> no, that's right. Exactly. You deliver you know, them all. Yeah. That's right. And, uh, you know, if something happened, you're, you're going to die. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, 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 exactly. People but didn't I, live long back then, right? No. Like 40, 50 was like old and age. when Tony originally asked me to look at that farm, I talked about the grandmother. 
and this was before she smoked you in the face. Yeah. And I said that that little boy went into the previous barn that was on that farm, not the one that's there now, the more modern one. And he was not supposed to play in that. He was only allowed to go in the barn. He fell off something. That's right. He, his he fell him, right? and, and, and cracked his head open or whatever it was. Died of his injuries. And I think part of it is that he's upset because he saw his mom cry, his dad cry, everybody, and he caused it mm. because he didn't listen. But he was just uh, being a kid, right? Yeah, he was kid. just being a kid, right? Like, I could see me at that age. I'd be in the barn going. Oh, yeah. But sure. he was allowed in the barn. Juggling chainsaws. But he couldn't go in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with one hand because the other one's yeah, gone. With one hand. Yeah. Because the other one's got a whatever. That's right. Fits so work. I think that little guy, if he was moved on, that that place gets really quiet. That's what's happening. Mm. The rest of it is the family trying to protect him. But Maybe. There's some nasty spirits there, too, though. Yeah, well, there's some male spirits that want to follow around that teacher. Because she's drop-dead gorgeous. Yeah. She was single, and she had a lot of suitors. And to her credit, if they didn't... That was just the cat jumping off the Yeah, chair. just so anybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, the cat got bored with the pod. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Chooch the paranormal kitty. So he's, he's, yes, we've yeah. taken pictures of him before looking at stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so today, you and I were doing a little... Driving around town. Doing a little bit of CSI work. A little bit of CSI work. CSI yeah. Ripley. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. There's yeah. a home that uh, John became aware of, and then I became aware of, obviously, by default, that uh, the family who lived there were having so much, so many paranormal problems that they fled the house. Mm-hmm. They, they packed up and got out of there. And the place has been empty for quite a while. And we uh, we crept up on the house today and had a peek inside, and it's pretty. It's old. It's old. It it looks Very haunted. Original. It looks like something right out of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. And uh, the Ripley Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> and uh, we got some creepy vibes from it. And apparently, the activity in there is wild. So we're gonna go talk to the people who actually own the home. And see if we can get yeah, in so there to do an investigation. And hopefully the the people who are going to buy the home, prop, uh, because it went, it sold today, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was weird. Yeah. Um, hopefully they don't have any issues. But I think they're going to tear it down. And hopefully and build scratch. a new one. But yeah. even then that's not going to change if there's something there. No. But and to let people know how I found out about the house, we, and we can't tell you how, but we've heard... A story about a home with massive paranormal activity in Ripley that was going to be a part of a TV show and the people pulled out because they wanted to protect their anonymity. Was that the cat? No, cat's right there. Oh. So we, we got some more creaking going on in yeah, here. Yeah, we got a f- footstep. Yeah, walking around. Um, and so the home in Ripley that uh, we have is now going to be sold. And I was talking to the real estate agent and just as a joke, I had said that I know people that are in the paranormal field. I said, these people are kind of crazy. I wasn't going to give her, let her know. <clears throat> and I said, just curious, but this is what you do for Leah, any of these homes that fit the bill. And the person who's buying the house in Ripley and the real estate agent looked. Kelly Elson just messaged me. Isn't that weird? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly just messaged us while we were doing a pod. Wow. Um, and so then the real estate agent said, um, to me, oh, well, that would be the house that I showed so-and-so before we saw your home. Right. And this is how we found out. And what she told me was... And this poor real estate agent 
had some paranormal activity. Oh, as well as the potential buyer. Yeah. <laughs> so can you imagine you walk into a home and in the basement there's old hospital beds, two of them, which yeah. is kind of creepy that's, off the bat. That's really creepy. Yeah. And then they were standing there. And also prior to that, the children were brought in on the main floor. And they said, well, hey, do you guys want to run upstairs and look at potential bedrooms? And the kids said, nope, and went outside and went stood by the car. The kids got a bad vibe right off the bat. And wow. then, so they're in the basement looking around. And they're looking for a fixer-upper, so you could the well, bottom end of the market. There's a lot to fix. Yeah, a lot place. to fix there. <clears throat> they saw the hospital beds. They all got a bad vibe. And then a rocking chair started to rock on its own. And they said, whoa. And they got the hell out. And they said, oh, we know the house you're looking for. <laughs> well, bye-bye. So that's how Dan and I got onto this. Yeah. So, um, and as soon as we went there, I got some pressure. Yeah, I got a little bit of chest pressure. I too. went to check it out yesterday evening, hoping somebody was there. And I was going to just walk right up and say, are you having... And nobody was there. And I got the chest and this new thing I've got where I felt like my head's being squeezed. And I got drained again last night. And I have some... It's something to do with this place. Mm. There's there's definitely something there. Something bad. Yep. Yep. Well, and talking to the real estate agent, we got a line on another house in Kincardine that is haunted. We just spoke oh, to him that's before. Right, that's right. Yeah. And he gave us two locations. One was the one that Michelle DeRoche talked about. And another one was a house across from the hospital. Yeah. The one that Michelle talked about is notorious oh. in this area for being haunted. Yeah. And she said she was in there with Entertainment Tonight Canada. Yeah. And she was in one part of the, the house and then the yeah. camera crew was in the main room where the TV was and everybody, cameraman, sound guy, director, Everyone. blah, 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 saw this dark thing horned. walk through the TV and it had horns yeah. and it looked right at them. Leered at them. And, and then disappeared and everybody from the ET Canada crew bolted yeah remember and michelle walked she, in, she said, said what the heck? and she's yeah. like oh i missed it <laughs> she was so upset that she'd missed it but yeah. she said the cameraman was like shaking like a leaf yeah and uh they were like nope we're done right? and, uh, and i was showing uh before we did the last pod i was showing uh dan and danny pictures of this place and there, I went it by. used to be a restaurant didn't it or yeah. something well it was originally a funeral home and, then and that's and the, and the guy was not doing the right thing with the bodies, and they found bodies in the place. Oh, you, you know, reusing oh, caskets and all that. Other they crap. were in the drywall or the that's right in the, a wall or something, right? Yeah, yeah. They found <laughs> bodies in there. Those are horrors. Upstairs is rental apartments. Downstairs was a restaurant. There've been multiple restaurants. I've actually been in there and had a few beers. And, yeah, and they've had staff. Staff like they had terrorized. A hard, hard time keeping staff there. Couldn't right? couldn't keep staff because things went on. And once the word got up by the kids, none of the kids would apply for jobs there. Yeah. Um, uh, I was at that place, um, and I was there, and I thought, oh, I'll just take a picture to, to show Dan and Danny. Yeah. And I was showing them. I took a picture, and they come out fuzzy. Take another, come out fuzzy, and I'm thinking, and I clean the lens on my phone, fuzzy. I took about twelve. They were all fuzzy. And then I took a picture of something else. I'm thinking, what's going on? Because I got the feeling. Yeah. Clear as a bell. So then I'm sitting there across the road in my car. Something didn't want you taking pictures of it. And I remember I said to, I said, well, whatever's in the house, heads up. I'm not leaving until I get a clear picture. And no, I mean, I took, and then finally, let's say the 20th picture came out clear as a bell. So I saved one of the fuzzy ones to show you guys. Yeah. And I could not, but literally... Turn it away, take a picture, clear as a bell, put it on the house, fuzzy. 
And that place would be, it's up for sale. And I'm wondering if we should try to find a way to get in there. Like that place, there's something to that house. Well, That's something to that house. I'll let you walk in the door first. Uh, whatever. Okay, cool. I'll hide behind you. <laughs> that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Any. Oh, I know. Nothing would freak Dan out. So. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a bunch of, we had on Facebook, people that want to. Uh, That's a here, chipmunk outside. Going yeah, nuts. We, we have an upset chipmunk. Yeah, if you yeah. hear that. Um, uh, who want information on investigations. So we got a couple of potential really good ones here coming up, and we'll mm. keep you guys posted. And if in a perfect world if it works out, if we can get them on the pod, that's just like we did. Yeah, that's with, our, with that's, the. Uh, that's mostly our goal. Yeah, is uh, find people who need help, do an investigation, hopefully get them on the pod. Yeah, get Tony back on the pod, talk about our findings. Yeah, you know if we got some really good EVPs, like really clear ones. Mm-hmm. I know we did the one show there with him and. And he played a, a yeah. We got a bunch keys. that were good, yeah. But they, they were hard. They were hard to hear. Yeah. Um, and a lot of and some people messaged me and said, "Ah, they were you know they were." Kind and of, we didn't hardwire it in. We no, just played it in we the played mic. it right beside the microphone. Yeah. But next time we'll try do our best and uh, yeah. upload it directly onto the computer and we'll get Danny yeah. to do his wizard, you know, yeah. sorcery uh, editing skills exactly. and plop them in yeah. there. But we're trying. Yeah, we're getting there. Right, we're getting we're there. We're getting there. Um, the other thing, too, we could mention, uh, we have something really cool coming up on a future pod. We can't give you the whole detail. Um, I have a fascination with Sasquatch. and My bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we go in the woods, you're walking first because you're wrestling them. Well. But we, like I, so I've been making connections, right? And I finally made one. And we have a woman who has an encounter. In northern Ontario. Northern Ontario. In the French, we, French River area, right? Yeah, or Pigeon, Ontario. Um, she's now an investigator of Sasquatch. And so Dan and I have made some great contacts here. <laughs> Is that the cat? Yeah, my cat's getting upset. Oh, you see the, the chipmunks in yeah. the outside. Um, and, but she's going to come on and not to, we don't want to ruin it. We're going to let her tell a story. But literally she had an encounter where she was feet. She could have spit on him. Yeah, yeah, she was that close. So we're, we've got that coming up. We'll be coordinating that in a few short weeks. So we're going to have her on the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a, some technical things because she'll be Skyped in because she's way, way, way up north. Yeah. Um, but give people a heads up on that. Uh, the investigations are coming. We've heard you want to hear more about investigations. We've got a couple really cool yeah, ones. Every once in a while, we're going to have to change it up and throw in a Bigfoot story, a UFO story, a yep. Dogman story. I mean, as much as we love the ghosts and stuff. Yeah. And I, and I know that most of our listeners probably are, are ladies and they love the paranormal like the ghosts stuff. Mm-hmm. and they you know some of them probably just heard you say bigfoot and they probably went oh yeah <laughs> roll their eyes but john and i love that and it's that a, a lady with an investigator yeah, it's a lady who's had a sighting and and because of that she's adamant that it exists and she's adamant about being an, an investigator and yeah and your cat's going nuts at the door there. Yeah, cat. <laughs> He's trying to get out. Maybe you got something coming in, so he wants out. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're doing our best. Yep. And uh, we want to keep it interesting. Yeah. Can't talk about the same thing all the time. No. Yeah, can't talk about the same thing all the time. So, And so now, why don't we take a pause? Okay. Dan and I are going to finish a beer. That's right. And then <laughs> with the cat running we'll, around. We'll here. get on to this app that I've got and see if we can play a couple of these 
bizarre sounds that I recorded at night mm-hmm. that we've talked about. And I think it's time people heard them. Mm-hmm. And Dan, like I said, he's got this phenomenal microphone, so it'll pick them up no problem. Hope so. And, uh, yeah, and so then we'll be back, have a break, beer and a few chips, and uh, we'll talk to you shortly. Be right back. You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. Okay, we are back. We know you guys didn't go anywhere. And this is episode 14. I'm Dan. I'm John. And John has an app on his phone. What's the app called? Uh, Do I Sleep Talk. Do I Sleep Talk. And uh, I guess you've got an iPhone there. I'm sure it's available on Android as well. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you, you leave on. Right? Yeah, so you activate the app, you tell it how long you want it to record, what time you want it to record, and I downloaded this because I swore things were going on at night that I didn't know about. And this is when you were just starting to get into this, figuring out about all the weird stuff going on Um, in the house, right? No, this was actually when Tony kind of perked my interest in investigations. Okay. So some of the stuff that, well, basically everything that we're going to play here is from 2016. Okay. And by then, so now I'm, I don't like it, but I'm comfortable because I know it's not going away, right? And that's how, because that's when I said to Tony uh, that, that maybe I'd start joining you guys on in investigations. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, why? You didn't want this to, to happen. And I said, it's not going away. No. So I downloaded the app. And that was the cat. Yeah, that was the cat just for people who want to know. The cat's getting antsy for some reason. Um, and I downloaded this because I knew things were happening at night. I had nights where I went to bed and I woke up, no recollection of waking up or whatever, and I felt like I never went to bed. Wow. And as well, Lisa started having some comments. And when she started to say things, then I really kind of perked in. And so then I thought, okay, and then I found this app to record. So basically the way it works is the minute a sound is picked up, it activates. And it'll pick up whatever is going on. Right. So sometimes it was just me snoring. Yeah. Other times we got some kind of funky things here that we'll play. Okay. Yeah. So the first one you're going to play, if and I know we've talked about this on one of one or two of the podcasts, is when you started to see things, mm-hmm. when your abilities started to develop. In this very room, you saw a small green, baby-sized gremlin. I don't know what the hell you'd call it. Thing. It, it was green. It had large ears, and it was climbing a chair. Climbing up the back of the chair across yep, from you. across from me. And I remember I reacted on it because the cat did. And I looked to see what the cat was getting so... Like, you look, you know when the cat's about to pounce, right? Oh, yeah. And I look, and that, this thing was climbing the chair. And I saw the whole thing for... I might even be exaggerating to say three seconds. But I saw it actually climbing the chair. And then it looked at me, and its eyes got as big as golf balls. And that's where the acknowledgement was. Because it... That because it said, "Uh oh, shit!" He can he, see he me. He can see me. He can see me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. So now we're gonna pause for a second, again, because I have a FedEx delivery, <laughs> and oh, and we got a call from a potential client. Oh, so we'll be back. We'll be back in one second. You're listening to Phantom Faction podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. Okay, 
this these are the joys of recording a podcast from John's dining room. We just had the FedEx guy show up, so we had to pause there for a second. I know it doesn't matter to you, but to the listeners. But you were talking about that little green guy. Yes. He you saw him, he turned and saw you, and the the look on his face was like Astonishing. Holy crap, he can yep. see me. Yep. And then he disappeared. He just he need but he dissolved, but right. it was slowly. He just kind of Really? And, and I remember really, I sat there. <laughs> you were trying to climb up the wall to get away from him. Because, no, it was ugly. It was gr- green. Green with some kind of like a yellow hints around the face or something. Mm-hmm. And the eyes were not, they were kind of angled. Oh. Um, yeah. And, like, I had a good look at the face. Ears were like. Um, Pointy ears. Yeah, like Spockish. Right. That kind of thing. And no hair on the body, no nothing. Um, if I remember correctly, it only had four fingers. And I mean, it creeped the hell out of me. Like a little reptile thing. And to give people, just so the people know, this was after I went through that period where I drank too much and Big John was beating me up. So this is, like, I'm not being beat up anymore. No. And this was like a Wednesday night, and I'm just sitting there. Yeah, you're not into the bottle. No, nothing, right? Exactly. Um, That was just like a period of stress. That wasn't like my my go-to thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And, I like, it just showed up. And the cat... Like, I mean, he looked at it, and I thought, oh, crap, we got a mouse, we got something in the house. And then I just turned my head, and there was this thing walking up the back of this chair, like just climbing itself up. Um, Michelle DeRoche referred to stuff like that as energy drainers. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, and he looked at me, and his eyes just got, like, real big, and then he just slowly disappeared. Wow. Yeah. Now, you you were telling everybody about this app that you have do i talk when i sleep or do i sleep or, talk or do i sleep talk yeah now was it the same night um it would be in that time frame i couldn't tell you for sure right okay so you were telling me that there was one night that you and lisa were in bed and you could hear something small but had some substance to it and it, Run- was, and it was running around the bed and this was the first time that lisa confessed that she's felt something. There was something weird going and, on. And like we both woke up exhausted. And then she finally looked at me and she goes like, and I said, oh my God, I can't believe how tired I am. And she said, yeah. And she said, I, she said, and then she asked me, she said, did you feel that thing running around the bed last night? And it would run between us to the headboard, run down to the footboard. But it was invisible. And every time you'd look, we couldn't see nothing. And she was doing, and I didn't even know this, but I just... At one point, I gave up on it, and mm-hmm. I just rolled over. Sure. But Lisa kept flipping back and forth. And the thing was, it was on two feet. It wasn't the cat. And you, you know when an oh, animal... Yeah. I've had cats my whole life. That's right. You know when your cat's on your bed, you feel the four feet, yeah. right? And I remember waking up, and we have a pillow on a dresser that the cat sometimes sleeps on by the window. Right. And he's asleep on that thing. He's, a, he's oblivious. Wow. And so it wasn't the cat. And I looked a few times, and then I gave up on it. And Lisa didn't sleep all night because this thing just kept running on the bed. And tell us what's what you captured on your phone. So this also happened to be the night that I used this app. And you can hear this, this funny sound. It's like this little creature talking or squeaking or something. And it was the same night that we both felt this thing running around. Okay, cool. so we'll play this app so for John's you. John's going to play it. He's going to put the... Phone microphone right up to ours. Yeah, you'll you'll be able to hear it, and it's uh, and again, this is ideal with headphones, folks, or earbuds. I'll go back again, and my cat doesn't make that sound. Crazy. And that was the same night that we had. 
and I, I, I gotta let it play out this 10 second little thing here oh, okay. I'm not the tech savvy guy I might end up deleting everything for as far as we know go to the next one yeah so now so that was Lisa's first experience then I did a recording and this is when I didn't I finally found out with selenite lamp right and, and and doing protection this is when I started doing my protection because I kept feeling like I had something coming to the room and this is a creepy one yeah this is a creepy one you guys decide I'll play it and then I'll tell you what I think it's saying. And then from there, people, I've had different opinions. Uh, but this one, and I can't believe this sound. To give you an idea, you're going to hear footsteps. And that'll be Lisa walking from the bed. And Lisa, believe it or not, can walk from the bed, go to the bathroom, come back, and not even be awake. Because I've actually talked to her, like say something, right. and she's actually screamed. Like she can actually <laughs> sleepwalk to the bathroom, do her thing, and come back. Sleep pee. Sleep pee. She can, she's a sleep peer, sleep peer, but mercifully she makes it every time. So just so that, uh, um, so th this is the sound that was I recorded one night. So I'll go back again, and we'll do one more. Reason. And then you can hear the footsteps of her walking. Right. If I had said something to her, quite often you'll hear her go, because <gasps> you'll actually wake her from her sleep. Yeah. So that sound went off. That, that voice, that deep voice. And, and I've thought, I've heard people heard it and said they thought they heard please. I thought I heard tease. Um, you even mentioned a name potentially. That sounded like Denise. Yeah, it could be. So anybody hear it and listen. But the but thing it's is. definitely a male Oh, yeah, and it's kind of gruff, right? Deep, like, yeah. You know, if I'll let you know right now, if that was me putting on a voice and saying that, Lisa would have screamed. Right. You know, she would have screamed. I I, have, I learned that quickly when she's doing her thing. Just leave her alone. Yeah. They <laughs> don't, because she's actually screamed, and next thing you know, people in the house will go, oh, jeez. Oh, you know, so. So you've got to, you have a couple more. Yeah, and now I'm, I'm not sure what the next one is, so I'm going to play it, and then we'll talk about it, because I've got about what two four six eight of them that are uh, what i've called my favorites right okay so we'll get this one going oh there we go one more time so we talked on the last pod about that sound i hear when i believe that you're being visited right and that click click now when you say visited you're talking about aliens that's right like exactly opening opening a portal and I mean, the ghost the ghost stuff is one thing. The alien stuff is quite another. And we have heard from other people who believe that they are visited from greys, that they hear this clacking sound. Yep. And then they show up. Yep. And you actually have marks on your leg. Yep. And, and on my your arm. arm that you can't explain. And someone told you that you've been abducted or... Or you've been visited and marked or whatever. Yeah. Branded. And Maria from the house in Oakville, mm -hmm. who we've talked about quite a bit, she says she has been visited many times and she's heard the exact same sound. It's a, it's like a clacking sound. Yep. Like you're taking two little stones together and sometimes it's you only hear it once. And sometimes yeah. you hear it twice like a click, click. Th this app acts, debates on sound. Yeah. So there was sometimes that the first one didn't make it because it didn't, activated. Didn't register. So if I'm not mistaken, this next one 
has the, the two of them. There we go. Okay. Play it again. Play it again. And then you're going to hear, every time you hear me kind of make this kind of, every time I've recorded this sound. It's like you, you're being disturbed or something. Yeah. Your body's reacting to it. Yeah. And so to give you an idea, folks, there's nothing in my room that would do that. There's like there, I don't have anything no. hanging that the cat could have been pat, patting there's at. There's no mo mobiles hanging in there. No. There's no clackers. There's, there's no. nothing up there. No, exactly. Um, and and that's the sound that I've recorded. Like I believe the next one is the more of the same. Yeah, you can hear it, it's quieter. But you hear that little. It sounds like and again, me being disturbed, you can hear the bed creaking as I move. Yeah, as it clicks. And you hear, but again, it's two times. The odd time you'll hear one, but I believe it's because the app is being activated and you don't hear it. Um, and then the last one, I believe, is again more of the same. Oh no! This this is one. This is one. Here, here we go. This is one I could never explain. And to give you an idea, that was recorded November fifth, twenty seventeen, at one twenty a.m. And they're all around the same time, aren't they? And yep, exactly. If you look on the the phone here, everything is from twelve twenty two to one forty a.m. That's the window. Hmm. The window, everything else, um, but the, the other average, stuff, the all you hear is around one thirty, right? Yeah, yeah, one ish, one to one ish to one thirty, right? That's weird. And so those are some of the bizarre sounds that that I've been recording. And what prompted me to record them was waking up, and I can't believe how exhausted I am, and I don't have any memory of. You know, we all get a sleep where you just oh, wake yeah, up, sure. things apart. And I do not recall waking mm -hmm. up, and I'm exhausted. And I don't mean like, like I literally feel like I didn't go to bed. I'm pounding back coffee all morning, just trying to function. Mm -hmm. um, and then that's what prompted me to start doing recording these apps. Now, the funny thing, if I try to use this app now, somehow it's being shut off and it never records. Hmm. So it's almost like... They don't want you to record. Whatever's out there just said, nope. And they know now that, okay, he's doing this and we'll shut it off. But I have done this multiple times. So I think what I'm going to do now is I'm going to come up with another way to record and see if it takes them a while to clue into that. But this app now on my phone is useless. I've, every time it shuts off. You ever thought about putting baby powder down on the floor um, to get some foot, footprints or whatever? So here, here's a, a funny story. So Tony and the gang did an investigation here. Scooby and the gang? Yeah, Scooby and the gang. <laughs> and um, so my, my kids- And we might have mentioned this before. We no, not this about, one. No, not this not, one? Not this one. Okay. So, um, and, and and I and I regret. Well, this I, is about I, the cream on the floor, right? Yeah, For your daughter's. And, and this one, like I screwed up big time. Right. Right. So Cause you didn't take a picture. My kids were fighting outside of the bathroom. Right. And one of them took like cream rinse or something and sprayed one, and a whole bunch of it ended up on the floor. And so then, of course, being teenagers, nobody cleaned it up. No. So I yelled, "Hey, yo, somebody!" And it was, it was wiped, but it was done so poorly that it left a haze. Right. It was a half-assed wipe. <laughs> yep. And I remember, and I didn't notice it until bedtime, right? And I'm going up there, and I thought, okay, mental note, tomorrow somebody's going to clean it and clean it properly. The next morning I get up, and I look, and there's a footprint in the... In the cream. In the cream in the rinse, haze. right? Right. Yeah, this little hazy mark. And to give you an idea, it's a dark 
wood floors, stained. They're at their ash, but they're stained cherry, and it's, so it's dark, right? And you can, the, the cream was whitish, and uh, the cream runs. And I'm looking, and there is a toddler size footprint, but for the toddler to have made it, it only had four toes, or something, it had four right? toes. And it would have had to have walked through the wall to make the footprint because there was no possible way if... And again, there's no toddler in the house. Just the people no, know. No, it's all the, the first toddler that's a relation in this family was born just a year ago. Mm -hmm. And this was years ago. And literally, the foot came out of the wall, stepped in it, left an impression, and then it was in the direction of going to my bedroom. And the thing I regret, I saw that. Don't ask me why. It made me mad. I guess with all the crap I was feeling in the bedroom. Right. And I wiped it up. And I wasn't until I talked to Tony. He said, you take a picture. And I'm like, holy cow. Like the most obvious thing yeah, in the world, right? But again, that. I was new at this, right? We're talking two and a bit years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. So, and but when they came and did an investigation because of that footprint, they filled my whole hallway with baby powder. <laughs> and but they didn't get anything no. but they did have a electronic toy played with on the upper floor hmm. several times they had that and to give you an idea i guess it's something it makes a beep 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 or whatever and you if you don't physically touch it it doesn't make a sound yeah it's like a, a baby's toy I, yeah. i've seen them use it. it it's like got two little wheels yeah one at either end and yeah and they had a lot of interaction with you that you have to have it has to be touched for yeah it to go and off. this is the same area where dan and i when we're here it's like up on that kind of upper walkway to the, the bedrooms, yeah. the, the second landing, we always see spirits up there. It's yeah. like that's where they kind of look down on you and keep an eye on you. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so those are some of the sounds that I've recorded. Um, I've been trying since because I know there's still stuff going on, but the app is always shut off. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there was a period there where you were... Uh, go ahead, crack your there's, beer. Um, here's a, <laughs> sometimes I'll record this sound. But anyway. Brought to you by. Brought to you by. Yeah. No, they don't sponsor us, so we're not going to mention. No, I wish. So, it seems like there was a, a period of time on the, I mean, not on the podcast, duh, um, where you were sending me pictures every night. Yeah. And there was some, there was crazy things going on mm -hmm. in this house. Like we were seeing. Oh, the faces. We were seeing faces out of the wall. Out of the wall, we were seeing grays. We were seeing. Mm -hmm like the ugliest friggin' things you can think of yeah and i hope you still have a lot of those photos yep. yeah i, I, still, I, I still accidentally have. deleted uh, uh some of our conversations yeah but uh, maybe we'll try and get some of those up on the pod yeah we'll put them up as well and to give people but it some... seems like it's been quiet or well, you're or you're just it's just not uh, no, exciting actually, anymore and you're just not sending me the pictures no you know what i'll be honest with you i have made a conscious effort to disconnect right and so for example when we go to one of these investigations we're going to do what i do in my mind i visualize i do two things now i visualize a candle being lit that means you're on yeah and a, a, a light switch in the up position meaning you're on right and then when i'm not i visualize the candle out and the switch down you're getting a head pressure yeah yeah do you have it I had it earlier. It's like some, and, and it's that, like some big hand like squeezing the top of my head. And and that's from this new house we're going to go to. Oi. Yeah. And so and I'll let people know I'm not going to go into massive detail. 
Um, but part of the reason why I've been trying to disconnect, and I'll be honest with you, there's times if somebody said, press that button, and you're just regular Joe, and I'll be an investigator then, and a podcaster. Okay. Um, and a Dan knows this, and Dan knows that there's absolute truth to this. Tony knows it as well. I text you both that at the very beginning of the year, it wasn't far off of New Year's, I got that message that there was three people were going to die. And mm-hmm. Dan knows about this. Yep. And so to give people an idea, one of them has passed on. Has passed on. Another one has just received horrific news. Yeah. And the third person, who I'm not going to mention, is way too close to me, is not doing well at all. And that has kind of caused me. So what I, I said, I told Dan this. I said, I said to the world, if you're going to tell me this kind of stuff and I can't help, then don't tell me. Don't tell me nothing. Yeah. Um, I'd like to go back to just being the guy that can help somebody who's scared shitless in their house. Yeah. But as far as me knowing that father-in-law and so forth and so forth are going to pass on, I don't want to know yeah, that. Yeah, why do you need to know? I don't need to know that. Right. And to give you the idea, one of them is a wild card. Like, it just, it's amazing that it's, you know, we're not, we're not talking about people that are, like, hooked up to IVs and, you know, last, you know, this is all, like, these people were functioning, doing their thing, and bam. And I got this message very early in January, told Dan and Tony, and now it's coming true. And I basically said, I don't want this information. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you can't do it, then help them. No, that's what's, right. What's the point? That's right, exactly. So, so, so I've been consciously shutting down, and I think maybe that's why things are quieter here. Hmm, maybe. maybe, yeah, yeah. Um, we're at an hour here. There's one thing I want to talk about, which was kind of cool for me, and I think I told you already. So, last podcast we talked about one of our listeners, Michaela. Yes. Michaela, sorry, Michaela. She she corrected, she corrected me. you. Okay, Michaela. cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she and I have been texting back and forth now. She, she's uh, I don't know anything about her really. Seems pretty cool. Lives in uh, L.A. Hey, get down. A <laughs> cat just jumped up yeah. on the table. Chuchi's a paranormal cat. Yeah. And uh, she has some some skills, some abilities. No doubt. As we've said, she has astrally projected and come back and found pine needles and dirt in her bed. Mm-hmm. Um, she can see things. She's had poltergeist activity. She's had that that big black tall ghoul thing attached to her. But she she can also do some things. And one night I was texting her, and she was at work because of the four hour time. Yeah. Like we're we're ahead four hours, right? So we kind of. She said to me, uh, and I, I kept all the texts. Oh, and I said to her, I, I said. Are you sitting at a wooden table? She says, yeah. I said, is it a round table? She says, yeah, it's a round wooden table. But it's like those those ones where you can make it half yep. round table. Yep. And it's against the wall. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. I said, I'm getting this round. You're sitting at a round wooden table. And I said, are you wearing a black shirt? She says, yeah. And I was like, holy cow. And I said, are you in a coffee shop? She says, she's laughed. She says, no, but she says... My office, or wherever she works, is above a coffee shop. And I was like, holy cow. Hey, get your head out of there. And, uh, sorry, the cat's being a goof. Yeah. And uh, I said, is there a guitar next to you? And she says, no. She says, but I play the guitar. And she says, and I've been thinking about playing it all day. Mm -hmm. Like, it's been on my mind all day. And I said, oh, that's weird. 
And I said, I also got an image of a red bicycle. And she says, holy crap. She says, I ride a red bicycle. So it was crazy that I was picking up all this stuff. Well, you know, shows you how much she can project. Connected to her. And then she goes to me. She says, do you have two pairs of white tennis shoes sitting beside a, a ratty pair of older shoes? And I said, yeah. I said, I just bought them. Like, they're a month old. I got two pairs of Adidas running shoes. And they're beside my, my uh, everyday shoes. crappy brown shoes. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. And she said, one of the things she says, are you like a, a golf shirt and jeans kind of guy? And I said, yeah. And I said, that's pretty much all I wear, mm -hmm. right? And she said, yeah. She says, I could tell. She could, I could pick it up. So uh, that was some kind of, that was some really cool stuff that she and I had connected with. Yep. And, uh, you know, when I check in on her and she messages me every once in a while and just see what's going on and... Uh, yeah, very interesting young lady. I think she's a young lady. I, yeah. don't, I don't even know what she looks like. So, uh, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, that that's she's got skills. Because you and I have done some of that a little bit in the past, where yeah. we've described where we are and what we're wearing and stuff. And for this girl to be in California, and we're in Ontario, Canada, Bam. Miles, thousands of miles away, it's yeah, cool. That is very cool. So, uh, I won't tell her that we talked about her again. Hopefully she'll listen and go, hey. You know, right on. Yeah, you exactly. talking about me. Yeah. But uh, I also want to thank um, a couple of our listeners who uh, I sent Phantom Faction decals mm -hmm. to. And one of the ladies, uh, she's and I, uh, Cheryl Lee, or I think. Oh. Cheryl Lee. I, I, sorry, I don't have your information right here. But... Uh, the one beside the unicorn yeah she she put i love that she, sticker she put the, the decal on the back of her vehicle i guess and it, there was a, a unicorn sticker and that is priceless it, right? yeah check it out on the facebook page yeah. i laughed my face off when yeah, i saw that it. was pretty cool for her to do yeah but uh, so thank you for that yes absolutely and are we we got anything else to talk about or you know the one thing i would say to people and so subscriptions jumped up and we've been asking mm -hmm. and just so that you guys know the higher the subscription level we have, subscribers, the easier it is to get high quality guests on. So just so you're aware that, so that when we're like, for example, the Bigfoot people that yeah. are gonna come on, the higher your numbers are and our numbers are getting good. And yeah. for for a podcast that is not advertised, like we, we haven't run ads. Other we, than the Facebook yeah, shout outs, right? You know, like we haven't, we don't have the marketing machine behind us like some of these indie podcasts oh, have. No. And we've only been doing this, what, five months? You know, May, I think we started, right? Was it May? Yeah, what is this? This is 14. So five months. So we're only, yeah, we're only Six four, months? 14 episodes. Yeah. Um, we're doing pretty good. We are. And, and the higher the, the subscribers are, because people, before they decide if they're going to be on the pod, they look at that kind of thing. Yes. And like we've got a lot, we're in the hundreds now. And we're in the multiple thousands of listens. Mm -hmm. And that kind of stuff, when people look at it, they make a decision based on that, right? So we do appreciate the uptick. And if you're listening and you haven't subscribed, if you got room on your... Because some apps only let you subscribe so many. Oh, really? Yeah. If you can put us in, we appreciate it. Because that allows us to get even higher quality guests in. Mm -hmm. And, and that's... You know what? We're not doing this to make money out of it no no we this haven't is, made a dime just, right no this no. is just our 
passion project right now. Yep. We're doing it to help people out because we know there's a ton of paranormal activity out there oh, that a lot of people don't talk about. And these podcasts might be their way of connecting with other people who are having issues and mm-hmm. hopefully they'll seek out you know some help whether it's through a, a local psychic or medium or shaman or you know or guys like you and i yeah right because there are people out there yep that can, and maybe us directly depending on yeah, yeah. depending on uh, if we can find the time to do it or not yeah and uh, especially when there's kids involved too yeah we'll we'll make those things a priority yeah we'll find a way yeah but uh episode 14 Thank, Thank you very for much listening. for joining us again. Uh, keep sending us uh, Facebook messages. Share your stories. And uh, I did get some more emails from people sharing personal stories. And right we on. will get back. Yep. We will get on to that uh, hopefully in the next podcast. Sounds good. So please subscribe because it helps us get those guests. Yes. Thank yep. you very much. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.